0: SHUT sure. Everybody, Welcome to another installment of Show to V with Mike G, the show of lights, the show of drumming, the show of Seinfeld, the show of Donald Trump advertising, and so much more with today's guest, Mr. Eric Fry of Illegal, Mezcal, new to Texas, new to sales for Illegal, big, big background in accounting, we talk about so many different things, the love of agave, Seinfeld, humorous things, serious things, and everything in between. I think you guys will really enjoy this chat. I have two extra things here that I'd like us to focus on before the conversation starts. Number one is in the episode description. I've included a link to support some of the people of Guatemala in the wake of this volcanic disaster that's three volcanoes striking at the same time, around the same time. It's a huge tragedy and I hope that we can give them a little bit of a relief of course the link again is in the episode description and second Eric is such a warm and hospitable person loves Guatemala he really wants you to come and visit so I've included a link Eric's email you can hook up with him he's got a great hostel there in Antigua and he would love to have you so without further ado I hope you guys enjoyed this great chat with Eric Fry of Illegal Mescal.
1: The, this, I, good, this is a good question. They were pushing, they're really pushing it, right? There. Like the one where Elaine is like, he doesn't do everything. <laughs> it's just like they never say Connellingus, but everyone know, knows what it is. And it's just you know,
0: dude, and then and he has a
1: sax solo. You know he can't. Yeah, what
0: These are like it's like not saying the inside jokes that we all are like, dude, right? This yeah. happened to me. Things that happen to people all the time that's finally documented. You know what's strange, too, is that if Twitter was around then or social media had been so entranced in our culture, Seinfeld wouldn't have made it because it's kind of offensive. It does, but in a really good way.
1: In in our hypersensitive world we're living in now, yeah, maybe, yeah, it wouldn't have been what it is
0: sure and that's what makes it great are
1: though. we gonna talk about that the sensitivity of everything and everyone I well mean, you
0: know i mean obviously you guys. when we get into the Gal stuff you guys did a fucking hell of a marketing thing before trump took office oh, yeah. i mean yes so you got if anybody had, had had what i didn't consider offensive but what could be construed as offensive marketing to fucking very soft people like, that's good. You guys are pushing the envelope. Yeah. Well, that was the, you're talking about the Donald Edison Dejo yeah.
1: campaign. Obviously, that was much more of a pro Mexican campaign yeah. than it was an anti Trump campaign because no one thought he'd win. Right. You know, it was just, he said the things about Mexicans being rapists and whatever we all remember. Oh, that. It, was terrible. And it was like two days later. Um, basically, the way that that went down is, is J- John was John Rexer, the, the founder and the creator of the company, he was up in New York getting, getting lunch. And Donald had just said that, and his waiter was from Puebla. Oh, dude. So, you know, they're kind of chatting or whatever. Right. And he's like, "Well, what do you think about, you know, Donald Trump?" And the waiter <laughs> is just very off- <laughs> offhandedly like, eh, "Donald Edison yeah, pendejo, you know, um, or S pendejo." But you know, Edis is permanente, so yeah. we changed it to, to Edis. And and um, I mean, I think they had shirts like
0: in within, two, it, eight, yeah, yeah, two it or was three fast. Days. It was, well, and um, the thing is, is that you know. I don't ever see things being foreshadowing I didn't because I talked to one of the marketing guys when that came out and I was like yeah I don't know like if this is really helpful to Mezcal but actually long term long arc on this is really important you know it ended up being something vastly more important as a message for Mezcal and for Mexico right right like you guys can't even imagine the kind of Breath you would have with this
1: bucket. yeah. no it's, it's it's interesting um in that that format you see that just black and white is very simple right. and then it says from illegal that is the same format that um a lot of people protest in in oaxaca oh man uh, so we kind of use that you know imagery if you will yeah for the for the campaign but yeah no and for you know a lot of people i mean there are tons of sh- you know donald edison pendejo <laughs> shirts and hats and stuff that we, that we don't make i know that other people just kind of made but that's brilliant um, which is great you it's know, like sure this yeah. is
0: not a donald trump shirt right remember oh, yeah. the fugazi shirt like they never put any merch out but then people would start making this is not a fugazi shirt and Oh so interesting. yeah it's so crazy and it just ends up having this organic life of itself right yeah which is fucking great so good on you for, yeah, for well, being, that's that's <laughs> for being part of the group right yeah part yeah of that. sure That movement. All right, all right. So there's so many different things to dive into about your accounting background, playing drums, taking a guitar and moving to Guatemala, all these lovely things. But as it goes, the story starts in Athens, Alabama. Is that where you're from? That is where I'm from. Yes, small
1: town in North Alabama, very... um, God, not nothing really to say about
0: it. <laughs> be honest. Yeah. It's like, but, I was like, yes, you?" Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's, yeah, Athens, Georgia. No, oh, Shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: People are like, Oh, I know that talent. Like, now you're thinking of Georgia. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and just, I mean, now we have An- Anderson East and the yeah. Alabama Shakes are from that part of the world. But, um, yeah, I went to the University of Alabama. Uh, played played music, yes. played in a jam, played drums in this jam band. Played, Plato Jones, Plato R.I.P. Jones.
0: Right, unless there's a, a getting back together on the horizon or no? Yeah,
1: no, they're still doing it. Okay, they really, still jamming. I'll no, have to what? See this too. Yeah, they are still playing. And um, you know, we did a lot of you know fraternity and sorority sure. stuff, weddings, and just all all kinds. But I was ultimately a little, you know, just ready for the next move. I traveled. I had a good friend that lived in Antigua, Guatemala, mm. and I visited him. Um, went to cafe no say one or maybe two nights fell in love with, it. I just like, this is the coolest fucking bar I've ever been. You know, yeah. this is amazing. Um, I was maybe 26 at the time, came back to the United States, but that was enough for me to be like, there's something else
0: out there. There's- okay. So, so that's very So you, you know, what, growing up in what maybe you self-proclaimed small town, right? Oh yeah. So, what, what do you do to break out of that small town mindedness just buy a ticket man i mean that's, that's it just and, like and actually get out of
1: there i mean as far as if, if i'm trying to give advice to people yeah just, yeah just buy, just book the ticket and just get you know, out you got i got some really good advice from a guy he's kind of a mentor of mine he works for um caa which is a big music um in nashville's agency basically and oh he's cool like, you need to put yourself in the place to allow for whatever you want to happen to happen. Right. You want to be an actor? You got to go to Hollywood.
0: Go to where You know, you want yeah. to
1: do stand up? You got to go to New York or LA, you know, you, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. You got to, you want to learn how to make, uh, amazing Vietnamese food. You probably got to go to Vietnam.
0: Right. You know, like. It's like so, immersive, right? Like when you try to learn a language, you're trying to learn a language, You just have to immerse sure, yourself in it. Yeah. Sure.
1: And cause I was looking for something and had, you know, travel. Cause I went to Guatemala and then went to Puerto Rico and I was starting to get outside of the United States. Um, and so then the following year I, I got in a huge argument with my bass player <laughs> and this crazy kind of
0: thing. I still have a, <laughs> it's, bass player. Sorry. A fucking bass player. <laughs> drummers, man.
1: Um, it was a silly thing, but by, and we were of course, um, pretty drunk and I got pushed into this window and like cut my arm up. Oh shit. Sure, see, see this it. yeah, it's, it's pretty massive. There. But more importantly, I cut my hand. And you so you cut I, a tendon. No, well, you know, I don't know. I do have some funny. Feeling things yeah. on fear and yeah you I couldn't play. They were supposed to go to Baton Rouge the next day. Oh no! I could not play, and I'll never forget. I was standing in my backyard, um, all fucked up on Percocets or whatever the met you know the pain medicine. Yeah, I was like, what am I doing here? And I'd already planned to go to Guatemala for like five weeks, and I canceled my return flight.
0: Oh shit! Just because
1: I was like, I you know I've got three grand. I'm there for five weeks. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not coming. I do not want to come back.
0: Well, so had, had things been more amicable, like, do you think you would have pursued music more?
1: No. I mean, I was, I, by that point, man, we played four years in college, yeah. three years after college. Oh, okay. Um, and we were going to Athens, Georgia, you know, all over the Southeast. Right. Um, and working every weekend, making pretty good money, making, you know, making great, making enough money. Because we, we all had accounting degrees. But we were so making just as much.
0: Squeeze those pennies out of each Yeah, store. Well, it was
1: like, okay, we're making thirty five, call it. Yeah. But if we go get an accounting degrees, we can make fifty. Yeah. If we can go get accounting jobs, we can make fifty. But after tax, that's about thirty five. Yeah. Let's yeah. just keep, you know, waking up at noon and smoking gravity bongs and not do that. <laughs> you know. Um and so that but but I was kind of like
0: I'd done that, you know. Yeah. And okay, I was it well, time some to transition? Yeah, like, I was ready for a transition. What about so, you know, some people, when they, they get out of school, they have those post-college years. They think, well, maybe, you know, it's good for me. I'm going to start a family. I'm going to have some kids. Dude, that notion ever crossed your mind? we got to get girlfriend first. <laughs> well, not always, actually. Not always. That's Especially shit. when you're not, playing not these. Yeah. <laughs> a touring drummer. I've read some books <laughs> about sure. Tommy Lee, dude. I mean, come right, on. You know. Right, right. Jeez. Yeah, Jeez. Some shit there. But it didn't cross your mind. You're like, nah, I still got so much left to see, so many places to go.
1: Yeah, and we weren't ultimately, man. Um, you, we weren't doing a lot of our our own stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. we we were a cover cover band effectively, and that and that just, in in my opinion, we had kind of reached where you know you're getting you go to LSU to get three three grand. Yeah. For a fraternity party, that's about the top of that at that, that stage. It's right. about as top the highest you can you can go. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, I, yeah, I was afraid I'll be honest, I've said this a lot. I was afraid I would grow old behind those drums really and never never have done just so you wake up 25 years have gone by yeah you know your mid 50s or whatever and you just never got out
0: that's pretty wild. Um, so was this injury really the beginning of like oh shit now i get let's let's start something else
1: it was just it was the perfect it was just enough for me to call delta and cancel that flight wow and then and then so now what happens well i'm down there and my tj my same friend he's like like man, it'd be cool if I could get some gigs because by that time I was playing a little guitar yeah, and singing yeah. and stuff. And
0: hand was fine at that point, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. This this would have would have been two months later. Okay. Um, and
1: I told the guys in the band, I was like guys, I'm, you know, I'm probably coming back, but I just don't know when. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I who who knew who knew right? Sure. And so TJ gets me a gig at Cafe No Say. No way. Of course. And I'll never forget. I met I met um this guy, the manager at the time. John, has he has no say, and then he has this, um, across the street, this cafe called Etiopini Tambien. Mm. I meet the guy there. I'm five minutes late, freaking out. I'm like, oh, I missed him. I missed him. I sit around for 30 minutes. He finally shows
0: up. Oh, so and luckily. Of course. <laughs> and that's that's
1: just Latin America. Sure. That was my intro to, oh, everything's 30 minutes late, at least yeah. 30 minutes late here. Um, And he gives me, has never heard me play. He says, how about next Thursday? I'm like, yeah, man, that's great, but that's New Year's Eve. He's like, yeah, you'll be fine. I'm like, you've never heard me play. He's like, yeah, you're TJ's buddy. You'll be, you're, and you're a gringo. Like, if you're, you're a gringo, you're good. You know, and so, um, yeah, New Year's Eve was fine. And then, you know, I guess a, a few days later, I think I had like, he, he gave me like two or three dates. But anyhow, you after the new year, um, I go back to, to Nose um, to get more gigs. Well, I'd been in the bar a few nights before, and this guy named, uh Gustavo, he did a lot of the design at the time. Mm-hmm. He was like, Well, what do you do back in Al you know, what do you do in the States? So I'm like, Well, uh, I play in this jam band and I do accounting during tax season, blah, blah, blah. Right. Don't right. don't think anything of it. So when I go back into Nose to get more gigs, I walk in the back office and there's John and Pablo and Sean and Gustavo, and they're all like, "Ah, oh, this is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm, of course, I'm like, oh shit! I mean, you know, I mean, travel Like, we've been looking for you for three days. Like, we went to every. Where did, ho- where did you go? Because, well, they went to the hostels. Uh huh. But because I was staying at my buddy's house, oh. it was house, it was basically house sitting for my for my friend gotcha. who got me the gigs. Um, they couldn't find me, and so I walk in. I'm like, well, what? You know, what's up? And they're like, aren't you? You know, are you an accountant? You know, do i like, well, I got a degree. You know, I don't haven't done it a whole lot of it, and right. The little bit I had done in the real world was tax. It wasn't managerial, which is what they needed. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, John was like, Eric, you're probably the best in the country. Um, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's just no one. How's that feel? That's going to feel pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I guess, right? right? I mean, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I'm not, a, for the record, not a great accountant. Like, I think I paid most of the bills on time. That's
0: good. As far as it every Better go. than many accounts I've known.
1: Sure, sure. But I'm not, you know, I'm not doing like six-year forecasting and like right. cost analysis and all that kind of stuff. Um so that, and, and I'm pretty proud of what you know, my little bit there, my piece. I got the company. You know, we were at that time. Um, you know, I mean, we're still very small sure. in 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 this world, in this crazy liquor world. We were a very, very tiny, tiny liquor company. We're a pretty big mescal company, yeah. I think. Um, but I was kind of you know in life where you're just stepping stones, right? Sure. And I got us, you know, with obviously John and John's help, and, and Michelle and Pablo, and some of our Great team team members, you know, kind of got us to where um, we could grow, and then and then basically what happened was when the when the you know Bacardi purchased a small portion of the company Mm -hmm. about two years ago, um, and that was a very obviously a very big very big step for us. Sure, Um, but that when that happened, I was like John, you know, we need so we probably need a real accountant now. (laughs) Eric, I've been thinking about that for a year. I just didn't know how to tell you, you (laughs) know. So that is when we. you know we brought this guy on um to take you know take my job yeah and he's the controller still and he's a great guy and is uh coincidentally um Dirk Bentley's little brother which is kind of funny Dirk, really little, yeah you know the country singer
0: yeah yeah it's, Holy little shit. Brother. it's funny yeah. it's small world then small in that world. case yeah so the culture that you guys establish as a small group right before Bacardi comes in and I Bacardi's been a wonderful partner I really love working with those guys does it change the every day, like the day-to-day operations, the way that you communicate, the way that you get things approved?
1: I, I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is there a way that we do things? I don't know. It's, we're all just playing jazz.
0: Organized chaos.
1: Yeah, man. It's um. I mean, the culture really comes from, to to under to, to truly understand Illegal uh, is to understand John Rexer and Café Noce. Yeah. Um, and, and what... And the culture is always kind of evolving, and that's you know, of course, the, the you know, the reason it's called illegal is from the smuggling days. And mm-hmm. John and we can I'd love to talk, you know, tell that story. We've we've told that story a lot, and that's just the history of, of the brand, which is yeah. John needed bar needed needed booze for his bar, um, which is awesome because that kind of leads into why illegal tastes the way it tastes. Yeah, uh, I like I like to say and John John's never said this, but the 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 booze taste um a lot like the bar feels that's what i was gonna ask yeah it's a very inclusive mezcal and by by inclusive it is very low in smoke uh and 80 proof um john would bring the you know he'd bring mezcal down and he what he would basically do is he'd go up there usually with a friend or two and um with duffel bags and jerry cans and they would just go around from palenque to palenque and they would get you know tepestate and uh mario or espadine of course and then he'd bring it back to Cafe No Say, peel the labels on old Jack Daniels bottles, and mm. then kind of lay, hand label them, yeah. and just you know just sell them at the bar. And, and then people ask him, oh, it's illegal mescal," you know, and it was just not a joke, but that's just what it was. Yeah. Um. So that is that is how the story. And I know I've kind of gotten off of what you, no no it's okay, question, but that that that's important for people to hear. That is the the beginnings of the brand. Yeah. Um. And for years, John kind of heard. We love Mezcal, but it's super smoky and it's very strong. Mm. Super smoky and it's too strong. And these are from people, you know, Antigua, Guatemala is a very transient town. These are drinkers from London and Paris right. and, and, you know, Chicago and all over the world, really, um, telling him this. So he, you know, he got to, unbeknownst to him, I think, kind of, you know, workshopped the flavor for mm-hmm. a very long time. I mean, from 2003, really until 2010 when we, when we launched, Um, the catalyst and all that, 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 you know, and, and it's very awesome that so many things had to happen. Right. For me to be sitting here and for, for John to have launched Illegal. And I mean, it's almost like you couldn't keep it from happening if you wanted to. Interesting. Um, one of those things was there was this guy in 2007, kind of breezed through the bar as happens every night, you know, this um, and he meets John and, and they're talking and he's always he's just kind of vague about what he does. Yeah, I'm a writer. Yeah, I'm a writer and whatever. But John doesn't care. So they're they're just drinking and hanging yeah, out. Yeah. And they used to like drink at the same bar in the East Village or some shit. Like they're instant buddies. Yeah. And so John's telling this guy, and his name's Nick's. I can never remember his name, but you know, he's telling about um smuggling the booze and, and this, this guy is completely enamored with this. He, he's like, Holy shit, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, I would love to make a trip with you, you know, and and, and and john's like yeah this is our own in-house brand so cool was it a brand well at the, right at the it's... time no it wasn't Yeah, you know, it was just john just being john and like kind of talk, you know, it's like you know we, we have music every night this is true i have music every night of the week for you know seven years that or whatever six years that, i guess at that point um you know very mediocre bartenders making very <laughs> mediocre cocktails but in 2007 not many people were doing that no one was doing that in guatemala uh and we have our own in-house brand of mezcal so um, he doesn't think a lot about it. The guy fucks off. And like two months later, John gets a call from his mom. And he's like, John, uh, have you seen the New York Times? Oh, shit. He's like, no, mom, I haven't read the New York Times since I left you know, New York in 2002. He's like, well, yeah, Cafe No Say is in the New York Times. He's like, fucking what? Doesn't believe <laughs> Of course he doesn't. He thinks, you know, his mom's older or whatever. Yeah, got some confused and, you know, uh, doesn't really think anything about it. Three days later, he finally opens his email and he has like 300 emails and it's like, we want illegal mescal. Oh my God. i like, John, congratulations. We haven't heard from you in years. Congratulations on the booze company. And John's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so it turns out that guy was in Guatemala. He had been commissioned by the New York times to do a big travel, ex- like a summer piece, summer expose, right. All about Guatemala. Um, you know, like telling New Yorkers, that, you know, the civil war's over. It's safe down there. Now you come spend your money, spend mm. a lot of investments, et cetera, et cetera. But he loved Cafe Noce. So, and this bar truly is a work of art. He loved Noce and John so much that of the nine pages, five
0: oh my were gosh. about
1: Cafe Noce and Illegal Moscow and this expat that had come down there and, and, and created this company. And um, so that was really the catalyst that put Illegal, yeah. that put the wheels in motion. And John got a loan from you know a good uh, kind of mentor of his, this guy named Bruce McCowan. Um, and that kind of got things started.
0: Interesting. Um, what? So, I've heard about Cafe Nose for years now. Had guests that constantly refer to it as this place where things changed. where yeah. they saw things differently. Like this aha moment in some respect, right? What is it like going into that place? What does it feel like? Just sitting at the bar.
1: Um, I will do my best to try to. Please, yeah, I mean, I you got to understand, I drank there for four and a half years. <laughs> yeah almost daily and um, but the first I can t- the first time I went in there small kid from Alabama I thought I was in hell like purgatory I was like this is fucking aw-. like purgatory really? like there it was just like you know it's-, it's red kind of and there's candles everywhere and of course there's no TVs or anything and everyone in there is speaking a different language or they're, you know, it, it's just a very, it's a truly, truly magical place. It's like this little Antigua is like this little pirate town without any water. You know, it's yeah. just like, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it, it is truly remarkable. And, um, yeah. So work about it. It's just, you know, it's like John's, John's, you know, kind of masterpiece. Right.
0: Um, is it like, you know, sometimes you hear a song you'd be like oh i think i get this person now yeah. he's going into cafe no saying oh i get John.
1: in a way in a way but because but also like he set it up in a way that whoever's there that night is kind of curating kind of changes the interesting colors of
0: okay okay
1: yeah and of course whoever's playing up front yeah uh, and it's a very small you know it's, there are three i guess four rooms actually um three bars and they're all pretty small yeah um but yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, the only way to really know it is to, is to live know, it. Yeah. I like it,
0: though. It's kind of like this iconic thing, you know, this mm-hmm. white whale of some sort. Because people don't, when they when they think Mex- Mexico or Central America, they're like, well, they still just want to go like Oaxaca, right? Right. Yeah, which is a beautiful place. But go to Central America, it's almost like a little more mysterious, a little more out of reach. And mm-hmm. I like it that that was like the first place that you went outside, you know? It just it found you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just had the wanton TJ, I and mean, one of my very, very good, best college buddies
0: yeah um he
1: took you know he took the plunge
0: um and it it looks like two one of the other projects is it hide and drink is that another one of your
1: projects yeah yeah that's another thing i worked on with another buddy of mine um charlie um and that's you know and that's another thing about rexer is he always supports his guys and their other projects because he has you know he has the bar obviously um but he also has, there's a bookstore oh, that the cool. bar owns. And it's actually the Mezcal bar is behind the bookstore.
0: Oh. It's okay. fantastic. And yeah. I have
1: a little video I'll show you. Yeah, I want to check it out. Um, and maybe we can put a link on it. But yeah. Um, and then that they've published a magazine called La Quadra they published. It was monthly, I think it's quarterly now. And it's all about just living an expat life yeah. in Guatemala. Uh, and then the coffee shop. And so my point, and then of course, Illegal. And the point yeah. is like, you know, when because you, you learn something from one project. That helps you with the next project. Right, right. Um, and he was is always very supportive of uh some of his guys if they want to explore other projects. He knows it just makes them a stronger team member. Well, of course,
0: right. Yeah, it's it would also be kind of like a little hypocritical to be this entrepreneur that has taken in all these great projects and created these great things, created a brand from what was another idea and say, Well, no, you guys can't do that. Come right, on, right, right. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. That, Come on. but that that's a testament to the culture <laughs> though. It's like top down. It's like yeah, you it, guys get creative as well. You know, you follow your passions and figure this stuff out too.
1: Yeah, and he knows like if he like if you grow and you go on that's 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 okay. You know, no yeah. one has really because we all love <laughs> illegal so much. Right. Just, I mean, who, yeah.
0: I mean it's it is a beautiful story and I love how organic it is cuz sometimes people they're like I've got this idea for a product, right? And then, then they go make a product. This is the opposite. The market's right. saying, "Dude, we need this thing." Oh, this thing behind me? Yeah, but I want it in right. New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 well, okay. I guess we'll have to find a we, way to yeah. get it to you. So we
1: can't have this one because we're gonna we're gonna drink it here. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let me tell, let me tell you this one. The one because I love this um, story does not get told as much, but I love it. Because, because there there are a lot of brands there are a lot of, a lot of money out there now yeah, right? yeah. people have five hundred thousand dollars and they just go buy someone else a story or yeah. I don't know and that's you know what that's they're on their journey sure that is okay I'm not judge, not judging anyone for that um but the story of how John opened the bar is so fucking funny and uh, so basically he left not he left um New York after 9 11 uh-huh. you know of course just kind of wanted to get out and you know, he had like eight grand and was trying to get to Argentina. I think. <laughs> well, he ran out of money in Guatemala. So he didn't get very far. You know? <laughs> he Spent all his money in Mexico, and so he's kind of dicking around Antigua, like uh, you know. And he's not a young man at this point. You know? yeah. he's older, and and he doesn't know what he's going to do. And um, it was a very very heavy rain season, so it starts raining. And so there's this place for rent, and, not, and just kind of classically knocks on the door to get out of the rent to get out of the rain. Right. Um, the old man that owns it, his name's Don Julio. Funny, funnily enough,
0: but so, a, but a different Don Julio. Of course, okay. a different, yes,
1: a lot of Don Julios <laughs> in Latin America. This is fair. But, this is but, fair. Uh, uh, a lot of Julios. <laughs> I don't know how many, how many of them are Dons. but um, so Don Julio lets him in. And they start chatting, and you know Don Julio is basically he's like, yeah, you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna rent it, right? And John's very he's a very nice genuinely he's nice guy yeah. and he's like well you know i don't know maybe and he doesn't he have he has no business renting this space <laughs> he's just in there to get out of the rain yeah and so sober up a little bit probably and so they, they talk for a little while longer and um the old man's like yeah you can put an internet cafe here or a hostel or you know something like you're smart you'll figure it out Yeah, and, stop,
0: come on let's do this
1: and so um and john's infinite wisdom he's kind of like oh i know how to get out of this um so he says uh, Mr. Julio you know of course this is in Spanish but he's like I like the space but I've got New York investors and anytime I do a deal like this I need three months of rent deferred <laughs> complete bullshit complete bullshit good move there's no though. investors it's not that right? that's a great move <laughs> okay so uh, Don Julio said no stop being I'm okay <laughs> and John's like shit now now how do I get out of this you know <laughs> so he's kind of walking around it was an old chicken bus factory so there's like you know Tools and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he's kind of like looking around. He's like, Can I, can I have this? And he's like, Yeah, okay. Can I, can I have this? And he's like, Yeah, sure. You know, it's just like all this metal and stuff that he eventually uses to build, to build, oh, build man. the bar. But um, like 20, 15 or 20 minutes later, there's a knock on the door and it's this young Spanish couple and they're looking for a salsa studio. And, and, and they're like, Is this for rent? Don Julio says, Talk to the gringo. He just rented it. And John says, you know, I think I got a room in the back you can you can use. Let's go have a look. How, how is he
0: already, like, turning this into an enterprise? He is, mm-hmm.
1: man. I don't know. You oh, that's amazing. And so he says, I, you know, I let you have this room back here, but I got New York investors. And anytime I do a deal like this, they need three months of rent up front. <laughs> and
0: they're like, oh, okay. Dude. And of course, he
1: charged them the same, the whatever, 4,000 Q or the same amount, which is like, you know, 600 bucks. Right. Um, that Don Julio was charging him. Yeah, so now of he's got six months of runway, basically. Oh my gosh! And he would just buy beer from the Bodegona, which is like the bodega, yeah, and then just sell it, you know, sell it out of the bar, um, out of the, f- the first little front room, and just because of John's personality, it kind of gained gained popularity pretty quickly. Um, and he would serve um, rum. He, called, he didn't have a license or anything. Of course, mm. he would just call it a white tea. <laughs> <laughs> and he would serve rum and and brava, yeah. right? Or gallo, which is the beer, the local beer down there. So that went on for about six months, and people like his buddies and girlfriend, or whoever, like John. What are you going to call the bar? I don't know. What are you going to call the bar? I don't know. What are you going to call the bar? For months, that went on.
0: So for six months, how long did it take to like get some semblance of the bar up and running? Oh, probably like two days. So okay. Like, I mean, <laughs> all right. Let's go into accounting mode for a second. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. Oh, that's right. So he got so he's got six months, three of which he paid for, at this point, right? Because he got three free. Sure. Yeah. Then, all right. So he's already up three months, and he's been generating revenue since day three. Yeah. Sure. I guess. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, so I mean, some some amount. Right. So he's like ahead of the game. Within the first week, he's there. Yeah. And then he can just go build. A, he, this is a brilliant story.
1: Yeah. And I would have. Loved, dude, I, there's nothing I would give more to go see. This is way before I got, you know, yeah. I'm not down there until 2012, really. So this is 2002. So there's like, yeah, the and people, you know, it's still funny. Like, there's like this, in Antigua, it's like a class. You know, you're like, oh, we've well, been here three years. Like, yeah. you're like in the three year class. There's all these ex, you know, all the ex sure, there's sure. like the 10 year guys. And there's like the, and then there's the guys that were there three months. And, you know, so like the old no say crew is like, oh, you should have, you know, back in the day, the parties were really crazy. Uh, of like, course. Well, yeah. Whatever, man, they're still pretty crazy now. You know? <laughs> and then, of course, I go down there now. And I'm like, oh, uh, who are all these new kids? You know, so yeah. So this is evolutionary kind of.
0: But I love it though the fact that it can even have old school style and then new school and different crews that run through there. That's a cultural impact. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like ACDC, dc Bon Scott days and after, right, 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 like yeah, yeah. still both great. But you get the people from the old school and be like, Brian, I can't remember his name? Brian something. But anyway, yeah. he screwed it. You know. So I love that. That's yeah. there's is there I would have been- gone, yeah, Sid Barrett oh floyd there you go versus roger Waters. roger Waters. But, whatever the analogy I that's guess, a great yeah. no that works really well so it's crazy psychedelic yeah <laughs> super yeah strange then it gets pop yeah little smarter, well i just love maybe. floyd
1: a lot more than acdc yeah uh, fair. Just,
0: that's just me no but it's i mean more engulfing uh, kind of live show but has anything accurately captured the whole story of cafe no Has as
1: a movie as no a you know they've a lot of people have um approached john about it and i i he, he knows they'll fuck it up. And it, cause yeah. it's not like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's hard to explain. It just yeah. is, you know, it just is yeah, kind of. Yeah. And, and it's, um it's, it's revolving in the story. Cause you know, illegal represents, it tr- truly represents a lot of things. Yeah. Um, And it took, this was lost on, on me early on. And, and, and that, how much of it incorp you know, kind of incorporates and the umbrella catches. And it kind of hit me when I realized that I was, I had been living in Guatemala illegally oh. for like two years oh, yeah. and most expats down there do they just they're on a travel visa, mm-hmm. and you leave the country every 90 days, which is a great excuse to just go to Mexico and, or Belize or yeah, wherever, sure um, because you have to leave or there's a multi, there's a fine. so it kind of embodies that spirit too, like just people who go down there and I saw it over and over again, Mike, like, oh, how long are you here for?" Oh you know, two months, two months right, learn right. Spanish six months later they're still there um is it easy to be there is it easy to live there a good life yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah dude i had a maid and it's very it's very hard coming back to the united states yeah clothes and
0: dinner. it's quite quite inexpensive too right it's very inexpensive yeah yeah mm-hmm. food's good
1: food is i mean in antigua it's good because there are a lot of you know expats bringing in you know their sushi you know there's it's a tourist town right right you know it's so a lot you of have multicultural food. and all that you know guatemalte the puzzle not puzzle what is it that's that's mexican but um Oh my god, I'm blanking on like the traditional Guatemalan dish, but
0: mm. um, something like pozole. Yeah, pozzoli. It's, you know, it's like a soup. And yeah,
1: um, pepillon, maybe. Anyhow, the food's not fantastic.
0: Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, beans and rice. Yeah, you know, yeah but yeah. but it's you
1: know whatever that uh, the um, avocados and coffee's amazing. Really? Chocolate's amazing. Oh, uh, I bet you know.
0: it's just around the corner. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's it seems like this real magical place. I keep hearing more it, about. It is a hidden gem. Yeah, tr- it's, it's truly, super safe
1: too, though, right? So Antigua, Guatemala is super safe. Yeah. So Antigua was, it was a Spanish colonial capital for about a hundred years. Yeah. From like fifteen something to sixteen. So I don't. I'm not a historian. I don't know the exact sure, dates. Sure. But basically, um, the first you know hospital in the New World was there. The first university in the New World is oh, there. Wow. Um, and then. A couple of things happened. A, Guatemala gained its independence. And so, you know, Mexico, all those countries started gaining their independence from Spain. Yeah. So Guatemala took the city back. And then in the 1800s, there was a massive earthquake there that destroyed, you know, destroyed a lot of the old churches and stuff. Yeah. And so they moved um, the city to where Guatemala City is now. And so Antigua, which just means, you know, that ancient... Guatemala, right, yeah. was abandoned basically for hundred years, oh, and wow. then in maybe like the forties, 1940s, someone listening to this is like that. that all of his dates are wrong. <laughs> <but it's> completely... <laughs> yes, at some point people started coming back to Antigua, but because it had been abandoned for so long, all the cobblestone streets were there, all the old buildings were there. Wow. Um, and I, for a long time, have said because people, when I lived there, they would ask me, you know, why do you live? Like, what's so great about living here? And Other than the beauty of the buildings, and then, of course, it's surrounded by these three volcanoes that are very beautiful. Um, You kind of get a European feel for a Central American price. Oh, cool. Um, And you're three hours from... You know, LA, yeah. three hours from Miami, three hours from Texas. You know, it's very it's in our backyard. Yeah, so a lot great. of very appealing to expats here. An hour and a half or two hours from the beach. Yeah. About two hours from this very beautiful lake called Lake um,
0: lot Really, really has a lot to offer. Um, Is it one of those things that's super cool that people shouldn't know about because they'll ruin it? You know oh, what I mean? You well, know people like protect <laughs> I me. Mean, come on, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mescal too, yeah, right? Right? Oh, yeah.
1: Now, yeah, so let's, man, because I would like to, in part because that's one thing so a couple of things that's that was the story yeah uh, and still is that's the uh, we, that's the history but now what I, I, you know illegal is very focused on is mezcal and growing the category mm-hmm. responsibly um we have been around a lot longer than other mezcal companies and so people look you know whether they want to or not or care to or not they probably do kind of look to us in some ways well what, how are they how have they done it yeah. um because obviously, we want to preserve the artisanal nature of mezcal. Even though there are, is industrial mezcal now, and people are doing some other kind of funky things with mezcal, right. um, the artisanal nature of it is what really truly makes it beautiful. Making it slowly, drinking it slowly, um, and so it's how do you scale that and mm-hmm. and not make the same mistakes, quote-unquote mistakes, that were made with tequila, um, which, it, which is great that we get to use tequila as okay well we know yeah at least
0: some of it happened already so you can learn yeah
1: so so okay 51% agave not the right move right right you know um so that's what we're we're very passionate about now and working with our mescaleros who are fantastic um Armando and Alvaro uh, Hernandez they and they have a very very awesome story and unique story themselves which is they came over the border as children like i think uh, 9 and 12 or something like they were kids mm-hmm. came over the border illegally um and worked in la bar barbacking and bartending yeah and so what's interesting about that is they kind of have american sensibilities as far as um you know reduce reuse recycle right, sustainability right. Um, cus- you know customer care and and, and kind of these things that we take for granted as Americans, right. kind of foreign um, in some respects to Mexi- Mexican cultures in, yeah. Me- in Mexi- Mexico. So so they learned all, all that bartending in the bar scene in L.A. And um, in 2007, 2008, when the crash happened, they all their overtime got cut. ICE was, you know, George W. Bush was trying to kick people out of the country, left, right, right center, and they saw bottles of mezcal kind of slowly popping up in L.A. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit. Our granddad made this. Our dad still has the blanket. What? Right. It's like fuck this, fuck the states. Let's go back to Mexico. Huge fucking risk. Yeah. Huge fucking risk. And so they got in their little fucking Toyota Celica. You know, eighty. 87- I love the Celica
0: though. Yeah, I it's know, a great- right? Yeah, it's a good, yeah it's Toyota. <laughs> That's a great car, Toyota.
1: but <laughs> um, but yeah, no AC. It's yeah, like this just yeah. shitty, beautiful car, and drove back to Oaxaca, um, and basically told themselves, if we can sell ten bottles a day. We can make this work, which wow. is you know very that's nothing, right? Yeah. So um, we so it, it, our partnership with them is very very important. We all we own is the IP on the bottle. We don't tell them we don't own the, we don't own the machinery, we right? Don't own the horses that is all their own business, and we partner with them and try to engage in best practices sure. and and just good commerce.
0: So are they the only supplier that you use then? Um, no,
1: we have a, we have a few Couple. others. Yeah. Um, but that's that's more for stockpile, for sure, sure. For, for, for growth. Um, but the, they, the Hernandez brothers with Mal, Mal de Amor is their uh, mezcal that they mm. sell. In they don't, I don't, I'm not sure if they export to the United States. You haven't I think seen it, do actually? Do they I think they do? Maybe just to California. Yeah, I haven't seen not Texas positive.
0: yet. Um, I
1: can find out. But um, yeah, and they're just fantastic guys. So we the, the number one thing we do. To to show them that they're on equal footing with us and our partners, mm. um, ride or die, is we pay them in dollars. We don't pay them in pesos. Nice. We could save a lot of money if we pay them in pesos. But um we feel like it's better for them, you know, in order for them to grow and plan on growing, they can count on that check coming in. Yeah. Um, you know, we pay them up front. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people that's
0: thirty, that's sixty. Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um but we know that they are more comfortable they can hire more guys and more hands means more mezcal mm. in artisanal mezcal more hands means more, more mezcal more sure. you know you don't just get a bigger still you don't just get bigger tractors you can't you know that's how you know tequila grew vertically oh we are trying to grow horizontally
0: Interesting. and that is
1: how we can bring on her and, and I say we Al, the hernandez brothers alvaro and, and armando can you know hire more of their family because truly of course it's just i mean you know how latin yeah, right you know they ca- still care about their families down there I mean, yeah I mean, we do here but it's you know it's different
0: but um well it's funny cause so like in the u.s family members when they hear you're successful they're looking for money but when family members know that you've got work they're looking for work right it's a very big difference in the states than interesting place. yeah
1: yeah it's spot on man spot Cause, on because we
0: just, i don't know man It's my hands here but it's yeah. different not you and i we've been working for this stuff for some time but but really great guys they come back to the state still they do some um, traveling here we tried to get them
1: back for um some seminars and stuff it's just difficult sure. with visas yeah. and 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 obviously they work you know they work a lot but um we would love to have them up you know do a seminar yeah. we we've, we've, we've video we we did a whole series actually around the country and we went to different cities and um you know we skyped them in uh for them to you know answer questions and yeah. tell their story and talk about sustainability and and so just, and, and, and a few of the other things that um that we do that we think everyone should do and everyone will do eventually, eventually.
0: Right. well if you're if you're at the helm of it i'm starting to job. but yes if you guys can set the example people will follow you know you've got the bacardi support as well so it gives you scalability of good behavior
1: right right and um you know treating Treating your acidic water. Anytime you distill anything, yeah. there's there's water out of pH. Um, you got to treat that before you can put it back in in the earth. Um, most of it we treat. The stuff we can't treat are is untreatable. We use for concrete mm. um, to make bricks so we can build and we sell those bricks, um, which is another, I think, little side hustle that those guys have down there. <laughs> and they'll, they'll also actually bring in, I think they're called vinyas, uh, vinyasas, uh-huh. which are, is, is yeah, acidic water from other plan that don't have the resources to treat it. Um, they'll treat it because, because we can, oh, and correct. it's the right thing to do. Yeah. In um, Anything in life. There are two ways to do so. There are two ways to do anything right. The right and the wrong way. Yeah. And so, um, you know, those are just obvious. I mean, those are easy ones for us. Those mm-hmm. are layups. Like you, you, of course you just do this because it's the right thing to do. Having four times the amount of horses you need to pull a tahona horses live longer, right. they're happier, you don't have to struggle with them as much to get them to work, because they're only working two hours a day. Yeah, um, You know, That's overtime, paid time off, these are unheard of in yeah. Mexico. Our guys do it because they can afford to do it, and because they ultimately get better better mezcal. Sure. They, get better, they get a better product.
0: Well, You know, it's like the whole, this is a strange way to look at it, but when animals are scared and frightened, the product that they make is quite bad. So Temple Grandin did the whole thing, you know, where she kind of like, she made sure that animals felt peace before they were slaughtered, ultimately. Oh, right. So, what I'm saying is that the conditions in which something are, is created is more important. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you can feel the pain. You can feel the disdain. You can feel the discomfort in certain things. Like, God, this feels rushed. Right. This, this feels stressed. Oh, it's, you know? in,
1: yeah. It's in the... I mean, dude, you want to start talking about karma and that, that kind of <laughs> stuff. I would love to get yeah, on yeah. that. Because it's in... The energy of whatever it is you're trying to produce or make, and that's that's what, something I think is really what I really get excited about now is just agave spirits in general. Yeah. Um, being in this business now for a little while, you know, sh- it's all about sugar, right? Yeah, and, right. And, and the sugars that are in agave are different, and there's unfortunately not a lot of research on this. Um,
0: it's tough, man. It's
1: super tough. But from an energetic standpoint. Any grain is in the ground maximum six months. Right, right, right. It is only receiving sunlight six months. Any agave typically six years minimum. Yeah. So how much more sun is that plant getting? You know how much yeah. more water is that plant getting? And so basically, in what the way I understand it and the way it's been told, um, is you have monosaccharides and disaccharides, which mm-hmm. are simpler sugars, versus polysaccharides, complex sugars, and that's just you know an annual versus a perennial. Right. Um, and so. When when the when the yeast eat on these sugars, the the the, the ethanol you get is different. It's Course, uh, of yeah. higher energy. That's why you know mezcal and agave spirits increase your heart rate. Um, and it is truly a different, it's sophisticated it's different buzz. It
0: has different. I mean, and then you talk about the different parts of the run, and how you do those blends with the puntas and the coals and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's a brilliant art form. And mm-hmm. the thing that I love about mezcal that I talk anybody that is into agave it is truly composing a song yeah oh. and it will never be exactly the same every time cuz you'll be different yeah oh you know oh, i like that because yeah, it's like if i'm stressed i'm going to maybe it's more v- vigorous maybe it's more yeah. violent i don't know but if i'm in a peaceful loving mood perhaps softer yeah. more supple so that's the beauty of mescal and it is no surprise that we are faced with these problems of scarcity and pricing and environmental challenges. Yeah. People want love, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're trying to find ways to feel connected to the earth and can feel connected to each other. Mescal is one of the only things in the spirit world that really is a conduit to each other, mm-hmm. you know, our yeah. psychology. And, and yeah. that's a, like make it too cerebral, but that's no, how bro, I feel about it. Bro,
1: it's like this, like, okay, you can't really eat it. Yeah. You can't really make clothing from it very easily. Yep. Um, fuck, you can't even get shade from it. Right. And there's three hundred different varieties of it and it grows in the desert where nothing else will grow. And yeah. You know, all the time, what is it for? Oh, it's for alcohol. Yeah. You know, I don't need to and I love beer, but I you know, I like to eat my bread. Yeah. I don't need to drink drink bread too. Totally, right. You know, like uh and and, and you know, all spirits have their place, but super, I in my opinion,
0: superior sugars wanna yeah. yield superior spirits. Sure. Um well, it, in this, you know. It, 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 Francisco Terrazas from Vago, who's a good friend of mine, he said this perfectly. A grain, to your point, the perennial or the annual nature, a grain gives a season up for the alcohol. And agave gives its life. Ooh, I like that. And he's he, he said, I was like, you poetic motherfucker. That's yeah, like yeah, exactly yeah. I what I it is. Too. Yeah, yeah oh, Yeah, it's Rage, just a Jesus. lovely, lovely thing. But yeah. suffice it to say, you found a new art you emerged past the music and you now are yeah, immersed in yeah
1: sure yeah yeah i'll take that um yeah well you know your life is your art I yeah. think. that's, that's kind of what that's the way i've viewed it recently it's just like and do and if you're not happy doing something fuck don't do it any longer like right. it takes balls to get out you know our ovaries for the ladies whatever it takes guts to get out <laughs> yeah. and, and you know challenge yourself and find a new um you know avenue to make money or whatever but right. but you know Live your best life. Is yeah. that is that what they that's yeah. what I can say
0: these days? I think that's good though, you know. And but, oh gosh, so much we could talk about. But
1: I'll put what it, it
0: good. Just well, a couple more. You know, because illegal
1: it, tr- truly it represents so much. Yeah. Um, and we are trying to 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 be more than just a mezcal. Uh, it's a lifestyle that we live, and all of our ambras- ambassadors live it. Um, from John all the way down to you know the 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 person who does the POS or, or right, right. right like everyone in the company is a very very unique soul and has come to the to the company in their own kind of unique way yeah um and just you know it, it, it's a kind of an expression of who you are mm. and we want and why why I say that mess illegal is, is taste inclusive is because we would love for everyone in the world to come come drink at cafe no say just one night. Yeah, you know, just to come see it because it changes your life. And, and, and if you are if you're a drinker um, and enjoy a drink and you've never had mezcal, holy shit, like it will really, really change your perception of things. Yeah. Um, and that and that's just kind of what we're trying to do is bring because, you know, you know some people's like, oh, you know, these mezcal purists and, you know, they're like, oh, mezcal's got to be forty six percent or whatever. Right. That is great i love you know for for guys who drink mezcal yeah, all the time yeah but you got to get people to the party sure um and and that's why and that's why we maturate you know and and, and a lot of the spirits uh, a lot of the mezcal companies don't do that right well i can put araniejo next to up to you know any cognac or scotch drinker and they will if nothing else they'll appreciate it yeah um but you might not even get them to try it if they think it's a shit with the worm mm-hmm. and a lot of people still think that and so um, we're trying to get them to the through the door with illegal as being a very soft approachable mezcal, uh an artisanal mezcal still, yeah. but a soft approachable, approachable mezcal and then they can do the tepestates and the pachugas and sotoles and bacanoras and right, other right. kind of crazy stuff. Um but you're not going to get if you give if you give them a, you know 110 proof, you know, sotol oh, yeah. they're not you're going to run them out the door. That's right. know, and and I, the joke I always say is you don't make converts by preaching revelations Oh, right, totally you know parables yeah preach the gospel
0: it and takes he, green day to get to black flag
1: yeah they oh i like that uh, yeah. right because it does <laughs> that's, good. that's good yes
0: yeah, yeah. because it because you, yeah. you once you get interested in a genre with the spirits or whatever it's like oh i'm diving deeper now yeah this is a perfect yeah. fucking conduit to this whole thing but
1: and 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 also guys we're in this cocktail world and I don't like to drink a lot of cocktails just because of, of the yeah, shirt. Personally, sure. I have in the past, but in my evolution of where I am now, yeah. I, t- I don't drink a lot, drink a lot of cocktails. Um, but Illegal is, is one of the best mezcals used for cocktails. Sure. You know, um, and, and so that's that's just kind of where, from a taste standpoint, what we've tried to do is just be a very sweet, um, approachable mezcal, agave-forward mezcal low in smoke yeah because the the, the smoke man i just you know if i can't taste the agave well, what's the fucking point yeah but like it's very easy to get a smoke flavor profile sure fucking light something on fire
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> you, you got it toss it in you, uh, know? you know cover yeah. it up with another thing yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. i bet I, so I, in a way you guys are trying to spread the gospel of the mezcal with the most inviting and the most welcome and warm way possible mm-hmm much like Cafe No if I understand correctly. bringing people yes. to it.
1: We don't care where you're from. We don't care which language you speak. We don't care who you're fucking. Yeah. You know, as long as you got a few Q and got a story to tell, come on in. Yeah, you know, it doesn't you know it doesn't matter. It's very difficult to get kicked out of that bar. Trust me I'm <laughs> I think one time they're like, Fry, you have got
0: to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, even imagine to what level oh, God, of any of it. Raising uh, the roof, there's this thing, and I can't remember what it is, it like but you reach. I think we started smashing things up too early. Ah, yeah. like that's part of
1: the back. You know, you break less. Sure. After after the lights come up, and then you know, they light, and they stay. The lights always come up, and they always go back down. Yeah, and it's you know usually, you know friends and fam, whoever, and there are... a lot of feelings get hurt when sure. they don't get to stay. Sometimes, so that's you know whatever. That's part. That's part. You know that's just sorry after hours. That's how it is. But yeah. That's when like bottles come out and guitars come out yeah. and things kind of get crazy and all, all see
0: this, this is like, the, the, like it's, awesome. it's I'm, so awesome i'm glad that this it's it is in still still in some sense some undiscovered gem right like yeah the new york times wrote about it but like still people it's just like caffeine yeah you know what i mean it's oh, like yeah. a secret handshake it's amazing it, yeah i heard you live in texas now i do
1: I live in when dallas. did you when did you move up to, to dallas okay so that progression was um about a year and a half ago i, I was You know, my time in Antigua had kind of run its course. Um, The the hide-and-drink, I'd sold that, and I wasn't doing the accounting for Illegal full-time. I was kind of assisting the guy that does it now. And was just ready for a move, and so I I moved to Nashville uh, to work on a web app, and it did not, you know, that kind of project fell through. Kind of at the same time, uh, Michelle, who is... um, kind of VP mm-hmm. and works very closely with John. She was like, Hey, there's some events there. Do you, you know you want to do some part-time s- sales stuff? And I was like, sure. You know, love, love to, gonna, you know, um,
0: natural fit. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, I was, seriously,
1: yeah. I, mean, I know, you know, I, but, but dude, I can't make a Manhattan. You know, I've never bartended. So but it's that, like a it weird, so they, I think right, they were right. kind of hesitant. Like, I don't know if we send him in there. You know, he's going to, he won't know what brandy is. or something. You know, he, 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 yeah, not <laughs> but, um, and did really well in Nashville last year call yep. it the last half of 2017 and so for a, a new, for New Year's I was down in Antigua. I, I go basically every year New yeah. Years at least you know if I can to play a set just <laughs> just to hang out and that's <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you know yeah it's, it's awesome um a lot of people and a lot of people go back for, for Christmas for yeah. the holidays you know um and John was like, dude we need we want you to take Texas if, if you want it um and like we'll give you a nice you know give you a real salary and nice sure. bonus and and like you know but we, we need we need someone over in texas like it's like sure man you know why not i'll try for a year you know and we'll see you know just take it take it from there so that was kind of the progression of how i got on on the sales yeah, yeah. sales side because i did do I did, you know i did well in nashville they're like okay he can do it let's give him a market yeah. nashville's great but it's just you know six hundred thousand people it's small it's very small still right um
0: but so now you got four five huge markets in one oh yeah si- one state now yeah which is kind of rad so you can be in austin a bit more than i take. yeah it. i think
1: i want to get an apartment here
0: yeah <laughs> I, w- I want to you might as well yeah right you need to break the guitar out now and again yeah. and do some open no, dude,
1: stuff. no. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so maybe on the next one i don't maybe? know if i'm ready
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah well something eventually you'll have to come to austin and just do that thing. yeah yeah you, you know, know
1: i still play a little bit and i still try to write um a little bit, just because it's a theory, It's just a, you know, yeah, oh yeah. it's an enjoyable thing. Um, I like exploring, exploring. I took a uh, stand-up comedy no course kidding. at um, a DCH in, in Dallas. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So that's I just like, and that's one reason I love doing this. I just I've always liked the stage. I've yeah. Always like being in front of people.
0: Sales is and, perfect. And exploring, you know. Yeah, that's great. Um,
1: and it's easy with, with with you know, of course, we have a great product or a great tasting juice. It's yeah. very easy. Um, but in in this you know, industry. I think it's easy. Just you know, a buy the drinks and and then just you know be likable and yeah, funny and get people. You know, help people. Give people what they what they need. Like genuinely, what do you need? I know right. you don't. Maybe need the POS I have or the whatever else you have. Like, is there a problem in your life that I can help you solve? Right. You know. See, now you're speaking or, my language.
0: This is therapy yeah, for me, yeah, right? Dude, here, really.
1: It's, it's uh, not. What's the guy? Um, how to win friends influence people
0: is oh, like yeah. eighty yeah. years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like,
1: it's yeah. nothing. Nothing new. No. You know. No, it's um, not. Just be be genuine. Help people. And uh, and be true to what you, what you want to do and what you kind of want to put out there. Yeah, and
0: life typically is pretty easy. It's not as yeah. bad as we make it out to be. No. And you, man, it, I've got two questions left for you, but you're about to turn what forty? Is this the forty? No, year? dude. Because you're thirty-four. You, you're thirty. Oh, okay. I look Good. like a that's, no, well, no, 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 no. I just miscalculated when you graduated college. Is all because your birthday's on the thirty-first of July, right? Yeah. My wife's the thirtieth. So that's, that's why I was shit. like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'll probably get along with him, or he's gonna be yelling at me the whole time. We'll see. Right? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Leo's man. <laughs> yes. Youngest
1: youngest son of three, too. That's so. oh
0: man. Well, there. Yeah, a lot of a lot, lot of energy. A lot, lot to prove. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you. First of the two, last. You're at Café Nose sipping dude, I'm, whatever. I'm just getting
1: warmed up, by the way. By the way. <laughs> like, this is, let's go. Dude, I know it's
0: it's hard, right? Like, it's like, well, where do you start when you stop? But I love the ellipses of these interactions because there's going to have to be so much more we talk about.
1: Yeah, Come back anytime.
0: But, and uh, visit you and all this because we're in Texas now, so it's small. It's easy to get in touch. But you're at Café Nose. You're sipping any mezcal. Of course, the, the La It's called the Hoven. But you can have a conversation at that bar with that mascot with anyone living or deceased. All right. Who would you love to just sit and chat and learn a bit
1: about? Oh, um, that's a tough one. Yeah. Maybe uh, I love Jason Isbell. He's a fantastic songwriter. Mm. Um, that's that that you know. And I don't know. That's a tough one. Um would love to kick it with jerry i don't know if jerry jerry seinfeld i don't know oh, if he's a big man. drinker
0: i don't think so but it, uh if he would talk to you that'd but, be brilliant but yeah, that,
1: that would be fine
0: yeah um yeah oh those, those are two good ones seinfeld's good man i just he so strange to me yeah, yeah but he's so just genius still larry uh, david probably drinks yeah yeah I, then, I, then, yeah he there, to taper that anger this kind of way well so last question <laughs> for you you're in town in austin to head up yet another beautiful society Mescal collective at las perlas tomorrow night i think mm-hmm. and you're going to share the wonderful gospel of mm-hmm. illegal what uh what could we expect as someone sitting in the crowd hearing you energetically oh, and um, raving
1: yeah, we can expect, expect expect we can expect some uh, smuggle stories. Nice, um, always those are always fun. Um, we can definitely expect to talk about sustainability and growing growing the category mm. in a way. Because look, man, this is because of the sugars. There are more people. Basically, what's happening is is tequila is taking more from all the other spirits, right? And then t- mezcal is taking more from tequila, um, but agave is taking more from 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 everywhere from yeah. you know people are more people are switching because it's a health health we didn't talk about the you know i well obviously clear mezcal doesn't ha- has very few cognitors. right you know right. You, any whiskey and that's you know that's a very simple thing if all these whiskey guys you know we like worship this hillbillies you know corn you
0: know right
1: spirit in this country i don't really know why um but no one drinks clear whiskey no no doesn't Tasting it. so you, you know, yeah. you're nothing you're not nothing but you're very little without that barrel yeah um, the exact opposite is true with 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 mezcal right you know the the, the is very just right out of the still it's a beautiful beautiful spirit um, and so I you know, so tomorrow we're gonna talk tonight, you see me I bird walk a little bit but but we're gonna talk about the the growth of of mezcal mm. and how to enjoy it slowly. Sin prisa is what we say in Spanish without mm-hmm. a rush, yeah, because uh, that's how it's made. Um, because I think a lot of people are kind of moving away. I hope you know, maybe we're, we're moving away, you know, not from the cocktail culture, but just we've we talk so much, and liquor reps are very guilty of this. We talk so much about what's in the glass, mm-hmm. um but we forget that what the glass represents and that's camaraderie and coming together. Yeah. Um, and so in these tastings, nothing's off the table, you know, whatever we can kind of, the more, the more we bird walk and the more we kind of get off topic, um, the more room there is for something interesting and new to be said. Sure. Um,
0: so that's so your kind of style is just make it a really nice dialogue yeah, with town the hall. Yeah. So town hall. Perfect. That's what I really like
1: to do. I'm not the mayor here. We're all, you know, in this, yeah. in this experience together um so let's let's drink and and yeah have, yeah. have a conversation community it's yeah. beautiful
0: i'm glad you're part of the texas team now i'm glad you're out doing sales i'm glad you're sharing this beautiful mezcal too man i
1: couldn't be happier yeah it's, it's, it's a fan it's a fantastic it's been a fantastic journey
0: yeah so um, far and there's so much left too yeah yeah godspeed man thank you so much Dude, right, for Mike, thank you bro yeah. appreciate, it. appreciate you having me great chat beautiful we'll talk more about karma soon i'm sure
1: I can't, I can't wait. Thank we're you. We're talking about karma. We're always talking about oh. karma because we're always creating karma.
0: Oh, see? Look at that. Yes. Lovely, man. See you soon. Thank you. Well, there we have it. It's Mr. Eric Fry, Villa Gomez, recently in Austin, Texas. A really fun chat. He's a very animated guy. A great energy. And I think if you want to sit down and have a drink with anybody, this might be the guy. You know, seek it out. You know, it comes to mind, you know, Bourdain passed. Today I was just talking about him last night with a friend of mine who worked on a show and you think about the people that you want to have a drink with and for many Mr. Bourdain was one of those people really impacted our lives did it in such an interesting way punk rock kid so you know seek out those people that you want to spend time with before it's too late and there are lots of things to be said perhaps about suicide there's lots of things to be said perhaps about taking care of yourself but at any rate seize the moment to make sure you learn and that You listen to the people that you really admire. And again, you know, there's been some natural disaster in Guatemala. I've included a link for you to donate to the people that have suffered such tragedy there. Multiple volcanic eruptions. And it's a sad day today, but you know what? The weekend is coming up and there are great, great people like Eric Fry out there that are uplifting, positive, and really, really want to get to know you and get to sip and get to really enjoy being a person in this community so thanks everybody for listening to Show to Fee with Mike G no matter how many episodes of Golden Girls you complete a day or if you think what's the next great sitcom that I can rewatch, please keep dancing